Hello everyone, I'm Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 243 of Weekly Poker Hand, and today we have another fun hand from Stone's Gambling Hall, playing a somewhat gambly, or maybe it's not so gambly, we're about to see, 1-3 game with probably a straddle, up to 10, that is what's happening. Um, if you all are enjoying these live cash game hands, let me know if you'd prefer something different. Let me know that too. At Stone's, they have all sorts of great footage on their stream, including tournaments, sit-and-goes, High stakes cash, small stakes cash. It's all over the place, and I'm happy to cover any of it for you. So in this hand, folds around to Gina in the hijack. Gina's been loose. She's been aggressive. She's been splashy. So she limps in with the queen six suited. I would have folded the queen six suited, but if I guess you're going to play it, I would typically raise. Now folds around to Poker Mama in the cutoff, who also limps. I would definitely raise the ace-10 Poker Mama. You want to get heads up in position with Gina. Now, Yo Teach elects to limp as well with 10-9 offsuit on the button. That's fine. Kathy folds 10-5 suited in the small blind. That's good. We have Lon McCarran who's here. That's nice. That'll be fun. We'll see him in future episodes of Weekly Poker Hand probably. Now it's on Veronica in the straddle. She checks with 8-3 of clubs. So, we have 8-3 of clubs, queen-6 of clubs, ace-10, and 10-9. All right. So, flop comes about as amazing as it could. 10 Five, four, two clubs. So, Veronica has a flush draw. Gina has a flush draw. Poker Mama has top pair top kicker. And Yo Teach has top pair nine kicker. That's insane. All right, flop comes. And then they check around to Gina who bets $50, which is fine. I mean, she basically pots it. I have no problem with that. Poker Mama calls as she should. And uh, Yo Teach likes to call too. I think Yo Teach actually has to consider a fold when it goes bet and call um, already with Veronica still yet to act. But she sticks around and that's fine. And then Veronica calls too. I really think Poker Mama should consider a raise. Um, so Gina bet and is on Poker Mama in the cutoff with two players yet to act. Heads up. I'm sorry. Well, multi-way. Very often your goal is to clean up your equity. And an easy way to clean up your equity is to just raise the flop with all sorts of top pairs. The stacks are still relatively deep. Actually, no, they're not. Um, once Gina bet 50, the pot was one fifth, uh, uh, the pot was 100. And if Poker Mama jammed her, her $500 stack, that would be a big jam, but probably just the right play. That's gonna result in lots of draws folding. Obviously you get called when you're crushed, but you're really only crushed by exactly five, four and pocket fives and pocket fours. So I think looking at the stacks, realizing how short Poker Mama is specifically, I think you should probably shove. Next on Yo Teach, given her stack also a 500. Uh, that's a that's a tough spot. Maybe you're, I think you're supposed to either shove or fold at this point, again, just to clean up equity. But when it goes bet call, I would be very, very cautious. Um, back to Veronica, I like her call because now her and Gina are both playing pretty deep against each other. So that's fine. Veronica has a flush draw as well. Turn is a three, giving Veronica a pair, a pair and a flush draw. So pot's 244, and Gina quickly snaps out a $200 bet. So now, if Poker Mama wants to continue, she has to put in 200 out of her 462, and I think she just should, again, go all in. This is a pretty rough spot, but... The problem is when you're playing short stacked and the pot's already huge, sometimes you just have to pay. And I think this is a spot where you do have to pay. Obviously, it's easy for me to say with the cards up, but if you're only going to get your stack in when you have the nuts, 
then you're just not getting it in nearly often enough. I do understand we are very multi-way and very often I am doing my best to tell you all uh, when you're playing really multi-way, you need to be cautious, but top pair, top kicker against um, Gina, who is known to be aggressive, is just too good to fold. Let's see what Poker Mama does. She thinks it over. And um, to be fair, if Poker Mama does fold, then I actually think Yo Teach should go all in with her junkie top pair. It's a bit of a worse spot, but I do think um, it's just not good enough to get it. Or it is just good enough to get it in. But wow, Poker Mama does make the snug fold. And then wow, the other top pair folds. Now it's back on Veronica. She can't fold, can she? Oh my God, well, the dealer's picking up the cards. It's 200 for Veronica with a pair and a flush draw to win what will be a 644 pot. And I think you just have to stick around in this scenario. Obviously, you're behind a lot of the time, but we do know Gina is loose and aggressive. She could just be bluffing. If you get a flush on the river, it's almost always good. Um, that said, in this exact scenario, it worked out pretty well for Veronica because if she did call, what's going to happen is if a flush comes, she's going to lose, right? Because Gina has the flush. And if the flush misses, Gina's very often going to bomb the river, I imagine. And if she does bomb the river, Veronica's going to fold her bottom pair. So... Uh, a pretty rough spot for Veronica, actually. Probably the worst of the bunch. That said, Gina's not always going to bluff the river. And sometimes they're just good. Now, obviously, if you knew Gina's range was, like, exactly flush draws and flush draws with pairs and, like, nut hands, you would fold. But I don't think you can necessarily know that. Maybe um, Veronica does know Gina's play really well and just assumes when she bets twice into the field that she must have something. And to be fair, you should have something when you're betting twice into the field. But I think picking up that pair is probably just enough to make Veronica stick around. If she missed on the turn, like say the turn was a, whatever, seven of nothing. If it was a seven, she should probably fold. Because then she just has the gut shot. But I do think the pair has a little bit of value. But in this hand, wow, lots happened in this hand. Two top pairs, two flush draws, yet no money went into the pot. This is disappointing for Veronica and friends. This has to be a low light of their show and I'm embarrassed for them. But so to recap this hand, um, Poker Mama should raise pre-flop with the ace 10, I think. Then on the flop, I think Poker Mama just has to shove. Once she does shove, Gina's probably gonna call the flush draw. They run it out and see who wins. Or if Gina folds the flush draw, that's great, right? Um, as played, if they get to the turn, I also think Poker Mama has to be all in. It is multi-way, it is dicey. Obviously you could just be dead. But remember, she was only playing a 45 big blind stack or so, and the pot was big. I mean, once the pot gets big and you're playing shallow, anything reasonable is good enough. And Gina showed us how to be aggressive. Don't be afraid. If your opponents are going to be folding out top pair and folding out flush draws, you can just blast them. One of the easiest ways to succeed at poker is to make your opponents fold too much. And all you have to do to do that is just bet, 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 raise, raise until it becomes clear they have something. And this time she was against all sorts of stuff and it didn't even matter. All of her opponents got out of the way. So good job for Gina on that one. I definitely like the way Gina played it. If Gina is going to be in this hand, this is a great hand to just blast with. You flop a flush draw, bet it. You turn open-ended straight draw with a flush draw, keep firing because people will fold sometimes. And, and that worked this time pretty amazingly well for her. So that's gonna be it for this hand today. Thanks again for being here with at Weekly Poker Hand. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends. I put a lot of work into this. We're on episode 243. It's a long time, but I'm happy to do it for all of you because I know 
that when I was first starting to play poker, I would have loved something like this. And I try to create things that I know that I would have put to good use whenever I was coming up. So get out there, share it, help me out a little bit, and it'll work out for everyone. Good luck in your games, and I'll talk to you next week.